we're back. It's been a week and a half. I don't think we planned on this being the case, but we're uh, we're glad to be back. DB's back from Seattle. How are you, bud? I'm good. How are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. We got lots to talk about. So, oh, yeah, first, we do. good trip? Yeah, I mean, Seattle, I've never got to see downtown Seattle before, and probably one of the most beautiful places I've ever been to in my life. After I stopped playing, honestly, I'm starting to realize that there's a lot more to cities. Because, I mean, when I was playing, I'd go to some bumfuck city in Wyoming, South Dakota, or Montana. And now I'm going to all these big cities around the country, and it's just, like, it's mesmerizing. Yeah, even when we played in tournaments on uh, playing double A and stuff, we were stuck in the hotel. You know, there was an itinerary. Oh, yeah. Not really stuck, but, you know, you – you stayed in the hotel. You know, there was an itinerary you followed. You just left for games, you know, stuff like mm-hmm. that. So you didn't really get to see these cities. So it's it's cool to visit and not have that to do. I 100% agree. So you ready? Yeah, let's go. All right, let's go. We'll start with the uh, – fuck, dude. You know what? We'll start with the sad news. Borsh Salming yesterday, news popped out uh, that he has ALS. So – you know, it's obviously, that's that's tough, you know, to hear. And uh, just thoughts out to him. And talk about an incredible Maple Leaf. Just truly one of the top five Maple Leafs to ever play, easily. I agree. I agree. I think he is a Maple Leaf all-time player. And honestly, top five is a good place to put him on top five, ma- or on top Maple Leafs. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I'm not going to get into the order, but definitely, definitely, uh up there. Would you put Matthews top five yet? No. Okay, I would. But that's a conversation for a different day. Um, <laughs> so, big trade. Huge trade over in Russia. Nothing. For, no trades over here in the last 10 days. That's the that's the shitty thing. We, you know, we didn't really miss that Matthew Kachuk, Jonathan Huberto trade was the most recent, you know, one and hasn't been anything since. So, we'll talk about the big trade in Russia. Alexander Nikishin who's a Carolina Hurricanes prospect, to SKA St. Petersburg for Fedor Svechkov, a uh, National Predators prospect, Nikita Chibrikov, a Winnipeg Jets prospect, Pavel Kuchkil, Maxim Krovakov, Nikita Sedov, and the KHL rights to Mikhail Maltsev, who currently plays with Colorado, German Rubsov, who is currently a free agent, Ivan Morozov, not too sure where he plays off the top of my head, um, I think it's, I believe he's a North American hockey prospect. And Kirill Marchenko, who's entering his first year with the, likely with the Columbus Blue Jackets. He may be in the AHL for a little bit. He's going to be a goal scorer. Oh, yeah, a team he is. That's going to need one. But they got 100%. Line. They got line. He can score goals, obviously. I, think, I feel like right now he's going to be the depth scorer that Columbus may need. Maybe Columbus shocks us this year. I he, mean, obviously they're going to with the Johnny Gaudreau signing, but maybe they, uh, they really shock us is what I'm, tr- what I'm trying to explain. redemption torch? I don't know. Maybe. Because, because who do you – you know, Kent Johnson's probably going to get top six minutes. Yep. You know, he's not someone you want to put on the third line or fourth line. He's, he's a top six player. You want to have him up there. Do you go – do you go Goudreau, Johnson, Line? You've got the playmaker in Goudreau. You've got Johnson who can – I mean – his stick handling is through the roof. He can create plays incredibly. So you've got him and, and Goudreau to, to set up. And Johnson can finish too. I'm not saying Goudreau can't either, but 
but Johnson can Johnson and Goudreau are primary playmakers. And line A to finish it. And then on line two, you've got no pun intended. On line two, you've got Roslovic, Voracek, and Marchenko. I mean, Roslovic for that physical presence, Voracek to feed the puck, Marchenko to bury it. Do you do that already or do you wait on Marchenko in the top six? I, I think you wait on it. I think you wait on it. I think I think you do too, but it's tough to put some guys who are top six style players. Maybe Marchenko third line for now. It's tough to put some of these guys who are top six style players in your bottom six. You know, like Matthew Beneers in Seattle is going to be top six no matter what. He's not going to play line three. It would be stupid. You're going to play That's him against. Facts. You know, you're going to put him on a on a role that he's not going to be in. Maybe Beneers could be a little different because the style he plays. But a guy like Shane Wright, are you going to put him on line three right away? Or is it top six or back to juniors? That's my, that's, you know what I mean? So it's interesting. Marchenko's an interesting one this year. Columbus, like you said, they could really, we know they're going to be good or better than last year, but they could really shock us in. There's a lot of guys on the team who have been underperforming or have injuries. Alexander Texier was great last year before his injury. He could be in for another fantastic year. So. I'm interested to see how that goes. He was almost a point per game before his injury. I think he had 30 and 30, like 31 and 32 or some shit. Jesus. I didn't know that until the other day. I didn't, yeah, I didn't know that until just now. That just shocked me. I know. I was like, oh, wow. Good player. Good third line center in that team. I 100% agree. Possibly a top six winger, but, you know, we'll see. Um, Just came out this morning. Andrew Hammond is on a PTO in Florida. I like that. I like that. I think the teams are going to start. I think teams are going to start running with that because now we have the taxi squad still, correct? I don't think they're keeping it this season, but I don't know. They haven't announced it yet. I don't believe. Because I, because if you remember, I mean, teams like the Islanders, since the taxi squad has came out, I know I hate, I hate to always just bring up the Islanders, dude. But like, what don't I, it's worry just what about I, it. It's just what I noticed, and it's just like, as soon as this taxi squad's happened. They've they even if it's on league minimum, they brought in three NHL goalies. Like we have Corey Schneider for the last three years. He plays in Bridgeport, and then if he needs to come back up or sit in the press co- press box, he will. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they're do- keeping it this year. We'll see. Um, but yeah, it's an it's, it's interesting. Florida's now ha- Florida now has two PTOs. They have Eric Stahl and Andrew Hammond. So. Columbus, we talked about last pod 10 days ago. Yeah, they got a lot of PTOs, too, and there's a few interesting ones. Um, but I think, I think we went into depth on those. So we won't talk about that this pod. But on to big injury, big injury. I'm sure you saw it. Max Pacioretty, torn Achilles, yep. had surgery on it out till February or March. That's a tough blow to the Canes, who just acquired him to score goals. Vegas, Vegas had to have known. Vegas had to have known, but I think Carolina had to have known too. I don't, I don't think that they trade for a guy not knowing that. And they also still got Nick Hag, and they still. But if Vegas knew, then why wouldn't they have just thrown him on LTIR right away and moved someone else and kicked this can down the road? Because there's still $5 million over the cap. They still have to make another move. Unless someone in Vegas is on LTIR, which could be Robin Leonard. I don't know how his injury is, but some people say it's worse than it is. Some people say it's not bad at all. So, obviously, he's coming out and saying, you know, don't trust anything that's not said by me. But who knows? I don't know if he's on LTIR or not. But Pacioretty had 37 points in 37 games last year, 19 tucks, 18 apples. Pretty good. 
Um, he's pretty good. No, he's a pretty solid player. He is. He can still play. He's getting up there, but he can still play. And it's possible that they buy out Jake Gardner. They have a buyout window right now with the Max LaHoy signing the other day because he had elected for arbitration. Um, they have a three-day buyout window. They could buy out Jake Gardner and, and get some salary cap to make a move and then kick that can down the road for when they got to deal with that. So That is very good. true. Because Pat Reddy's in the last year of his deal. So any salary issues they enter – they lose his seven million at the end of the year, and he'll come back possibly for four. I'd say Patriotti's next deal comes in around four to five. If he's this injured, you know, if he's injured this season, out half the year, out for fifty games almost last season, that price tag comes down for sure. Yeah, that is very true. So who knows? I don't know if they they could be in on Kadri. That's where I'm trying to go with that. Hmm. But you hear the rumors. You hear the rumors. I do. I hear the rumors. My ears are tingling. I'm sure yours are on fire. Codron, Islanders. What would you – okay. Let's sit here for a second. Yes, he's coming off the best year of his career. But let's look at the numbers throughout the other years. I don't think he's worth $9 million. I don't I either, don't. and I really think coming if this, the rumors are true, I think his contract is as good as you're going to get for a team that actually isn't as a contender like the Colorado Avalanche. You're going to have to pay a little bit more. I really feel like a guy like Kadri would have been back in Colorado 7 by 7 too, but yes. I think he just kind of wants to test luck. So I think it might be like – I don't think the seven by seven is true. I think it might be a seven by eight or seven by eight point five, but I don't know. That's so much money to give to him. I know. I With, just without the this, numbers. I, to back if it this up. Islanders rumor is true, think about it though. If this Islanders rumor is true, it would make sense. It would make total sense. It's right up Lou Lamarillo's alley. Sign someone for a long time with a lot of money deal with the consequences a few years later when they're when I'm no longer with the team and it's someone else's problem. Yep. He did it with Kovalchuk. He put the New Jersey Devils in a 10-year rebuild. This is the kind of stuff he's going to do to the Islanders if, if they let him. I hate to say it. I really do. But, I know. But, you know, it's not – It's I like Kadri. I think, I think he'd be huge for the Islanders. But, again, he's 32 years old. He's not 29. If you're giving a 29-year-old a seven-year deal till he's 36, that's one thing. You're giving this guy a contract till he's 39 years old. But here's the thing. If it's seven by seven, the New York Islanders have won the first two to three years of the deal. Yes, they have. Yes, they have. And then, yeah, and then they have. Yeah. But the thing is, the, the moves that they have to make in order for it to, you know, be a good signing is you have to move JG Paggio off that third line, clear up that five million, clear that five million. What's it going to cost you? A first? I think it's going to cost you a first. Hmm. It's going to have to be like Peugeot, a first, and maybe like a third for future considerations or some shit. You're you going really to have to think give up. Peugeot has have... no value? Dude, Pacioretty got traded for future consideration. That That's facts. They're That's in a facts. very similar situation. But people don't know what the exact situation is because these contracts are signed. I'm not referring to Kadri. I'm referring to Dobson, Romanov, and Kiefer Bellows. All three contracts are signed. They're they're done. They're in a they're they are 
the dotted line has been signed by Lamorello and Romanov and, you know, Dobson and Bell- their, their contracts are signed for next season. It's unknown how much it's going to be. It has not been filed with the league. So they, so Lou knows. Well, Lou's then if Bellows is signed, knows. then if you think about it, Pajot, Bailey, and or Beauvillier are gone by the end of the summer. It's tough, Cause, though. Because that's gotta, five million to, each. You're going to have to pay to move each. Bailey, too. Yeah, Seems... you're going to pay, you're gonna have to pay to move Bailey. But you, you get – I think, honestly, you move Bailey because Pajot's still 29. Yeah, and, and Pajot could have a bounce back here, and he does more, in my opinion, than Bailey. He offers more to the lineup in terms of killing penalties, in terms of just – he offers more intangibles than, than Bailey. However – Either way, you're going to have to lose something. But, I mean, this is a team that I don't think they've drafted in the first round in three years, correct? It's been they three drafted, years Didn't they draft in the first? No, they traded, they tra- yeah, they traded for Romanov. The year before, it was traded, too. Yeah. They traded, they traded um, yeah. So, I think it's been three drafts. However, in the 2021 draft, they got A2 Ratty, who <laughs> – kind of turning into a first-round pick again. He was supposed to be in the top 15, and then he dropped. He was supposed to be one. There was talk about him for a long time being that guy. And then he dropped draft years. Stock dropped. And he picked up four points last night in uh, Finland's win over Latvia. Uh, so did Joaquin Kemmel, both of them, great players. Um, I think, yeah, and then Lambert had three, I believe. Or Lambert and Raddy switched. No, Raddy had two. Or four, sorry. Um, wow, Jesus. Yeah, he had four points last night. You can't, so, no, you can't figure it out. Well, he had, I think he had two tucks and two apples. No, Kevin okay. had two tucks, two apples. One of them did. One of the four-point guys was two and two. The other was one and three. But okay. either way, he had a great night. And yeah, it's against Latvia. 5-1 win. But, I mean, 5-1? Yeah, 5-1. 5 5-0. 5-1. Five one or five. Yeah, it was a. I think it was a five one win. Yeah, I think both them and the U.S. won five one. Um, because I know U.S. beat Germany five one. Yep. And so anyway, you got him who's coming up. You know, so yeah, maybe you got that first round pick then a couple seasons ago. But it's tough if you move your first round pick this year to shed salary cap. That's a hard one. That's a real tough one. So, you know, I mean, I don't know what you want to do, but. This Noah Dobson contract is going to be big. They got $11 million in cap right now, not counting Dobson and Romanov in Bellows' contract. Dobson in 51 points, 13 goals. So 38 assists, 13 goals, 51 points. In 80 games last year as a 22-year-old, I think it's going to continue to just go up. I think he's going to be a top-pairing defenseman in the next few years and make one of the guys on the top pairing of the P&P line expandable. They're going to – you can get rid of them. You get rid of them, one of them. Ryan Pulak comes to mind to me, dude. I, I know that this is just turning into an Islanders talk, though. Do we want to sh- keep talking about the Islanders this much? No, no. We're moving on to the other side of New York now. We're moving right over. Oh, right over. great. Jacob Truba, captain. Do I like it? I don't know. I would have went Chris Kreider. I would have, too. I would have, too. But it's a, it's a kind of a no. Rangers move. They Why always would I pick- have went Mika Who's the one with the – who was the one Or, the you know, tablets? Artemi Panarin, you know. No. Panarin's a good assistant yeah. captain. Um, Panarin's a very good assistant captain, but uh, no. Zabanajad or Kreider? Now, 
you make this hard on yourself. Jacob Truba makes a lot of money. Now you can't move that. If you ever wanted to move it's it, just another, you- it's just another Ryan Callahan, Ryan McDonough situation. Don't He'll be a Tampa Bay Lightning in three to four years. Callahan like that. I love Callahan, bro. Callahan, Western New York kid. Yeah, Callahan. Grew up 15 minutes from where I was, where I grew up. Okay, um, I'll give you, I'll give you your little props. Yeah, thank you. But like, thank you. I know you hate the Rangers. All right, enough of the Rangers. There you go. We're, we'll keep you from getting mad. Uh, <laughs> right back wow. to the Islanders. Jeff Tambellini, the Seattle new director of player development at thirty. I think that's a great. Old. I think that's a great thing. Spent spent eighteen to twenty, two thousand eighteen to two thousand twenty, so two seasons as the GM and head coach of the BCHL's Trailhead or Trail Smoke Eaters. Yep. Very interesting team name. And Dave Lowry uh, is the new Seattle assistant coach. He was interim head coach in Winnipeg when Maurice left. So it's going to be a great hire for Seattle who's having a great off season, really. I mean, having DB in town, you know, adding all the guys they've added, uh, Shane Wright, you know, Matty Beniers is coming up. You know, you've got you know, just great – things look great there. Much better than they looked a year ago. Yeah, I was talking Much with better. people who are, you know – Talking with people. You know, know, people. I, was, uh, I mean, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Okay, so I was talking with my uh, girlfriend's family – they're not, you know, they're 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 not hockey fan. They're not hockey fans per se, but they know about it to the point where they keep in track with the Kraken a little bit. And they're they're like, I was telling them like, you guys are gonna have to get excited. Like Seattle's, they're on the up. They're doing oh, it right. I think yes, Vegas did it completely wrong. They had the immediate success, and now they are gonna have no success for a little while. Yep, you got it. You got to determine. Long-term success, short-term success. You know, instant gratification is what they wanted in Vegas. And it's come at a cost. Because, yeah, they've been successful, but he wanted a cup in five years. That did not happen. He has done – the owner has made that a goal. That team has gone through – now they're on GM number two. I get that McPhee stepped away. They're on coach number, what, four? Is it three? Bruce Cassidy's coach three, right? It went – it was – the first coach was Gallant, correct? Yeah. Gallant, DeBoer, and now it's Cassidy. So you're on your third coach. Uh, you've missed the playoffs once, and you've still gone through three coaches, or you've gone through two coaches on your third. You have gone through basically your entire lineup. There's not many guys from opening night who are still there. Guys like Braden McNabb are because I mean, if they move Braden McNabb, I'm going to crack up. I, I'm gonna, I will not be able to stop laughing, dude. It was yeah, bad enough. They moved, loyal. Repo. they moved Flurry. They moved. Oh man, who else was a big one? Nate Schmidt. They moved all these guys who still do a lot for the city and still come back. They moved all those guys. It's very much very minimal amount of loyalty. Instead of moving the other, you know, there's a lot of other guys they could have moved in that room. You know, the room doesn't matter to them. It seems so. Pacioretty for nothing. I mean, that's after they took gave everything up for him. We talked about that a few pods ago. Oh yeah, it's just it's I nuts. It's just. They didn't do it right, and Seattle's no. doing it completely right. I think yeah. people of Seattle, if we have any viewers in Seattle yet, I don't know. But if you hear this, keep pushing. You guys are almost there. I mean, you guys are – I mean, it was your first season last year, but look at you guys. You guys are – you're going to turn into a bunch of studs and be a, a powerhouse in the league soon, I think. Oh, yeah. Yes, they will. We've got a couple listeners in Sweden. So 
I think it's fitting we talk about a team that uh, drafted a few this summer. Let's head over okay. to Vancouver. Okay. I love the record Maki pick. I really do. We talked about this a while ago, but that's going to be a really nice pick. Anyway, what I want to talk about, goaltending coaching. Vancouver just named their new AHL goaltender coach. Uh, it's Marco Terenius. He worked with SKA St. Petersburg since 1415. You want to hear the goalies that he's worked with? Yeah, well, you know, let's hear. I got, I got a list of five. I'll start. I'll build my way up. Magnus Helberg, who was great in the KHL. He's in, he's in the Detroit system currently. Miko Koskinen. Pitor Kochitkov. Yaroslav Asparov and Igor Shosturkin. So, hmm. Arthur Silovs has, they think there's a lot of potential there. He's, he's passed by Michael DiPietro in their, in their depth chart. So, I'm very interested to see what this does for him and if this guy gets his shot with a big club in North America soon. I think this is the first step, you know, in that. So, I thought that was really interesting. And then uh, a couple of, Couple over, a little bit of retirement going on. Rob Klinkhammer retired from professional hockey. He had a short stint down here in Arizona. He's I love the Colonel Klink. Colonel Klink. He, Colonel he, used Klink. To go, he used to go crazy back in the day. He's, he's going to be an assistant coach in Rockford this season. Okay. The, uh, Hawks AHL. And Greg Patern retired from the uh, NHL and pro hockey, obviously, as well. Joining the Penguin staff as a pro scout. So a couple, uh, couple of retirements there. And then... Not a retirement, but a coach got fired. Uh, college, Mel Pearson, University of Michigan. Had players lie on his COVID tracing forms. Um, was in charge of a staff that had mistreated its female staff members and forced the program out, uh, forced the captain out of the program in Strauss Mann and called a, uh, he had a player he was calling a Jew or just called Jew. Whatever. Jeez. However, yeah, yeah. So, Yikes. Um, yeah, he's, he's gone in Minnesota, or Michigan. They named the assistant coach as the interim head coach. I'm not sure if that's the plan to roll with him all season or if they're looking for someone else. But Strauss Mann was very candid in, I don't like him. You know, I did not like that coach. I, you know, he was awful. So he's out in uh, University of Michigan. Who looks incredible this season, though? That's I mean, yeah, but oh, – oh. Talk about on the whatever ice. coach gets gifted that team. Good, like good job. Oh, pretty totally. much, totally. That team is going to be so good. And adding Adam, Adam, oh, the first hit the new mouth. Adding Adam Fantilli to the lineup is huge. Yeah, huge. They lose Beniers, they add Fantilli. So it's gonna be real nice. And Portillo comes back another year. I don't know. It's gonna be a good year there. Um. Well, we talked about Kadri earlier. It's looking fairly certain he's going to New York, unless something huge happens. So the Avs have kind of moved on from what I've heard. They're looking at bringing back Paul Stastny for a season, probably a 2 to $3 million contract maybe. That's what I'm assuming. I think that's what the holdup on Stastny is. It's whoever doesn't get Kadri is going in on him. He wants to go to a contender. He's got a little bit left in him. I think it's a great transition to Newhook. You I do too. From I do too. I think. Yeah. I think Stassi's going to come in, play maybe a year, two at the most, and then, guess what? Just I don't know. Be. 
fuck. New, it's new hook time. That's all I got to say. Oh, Paul yeah. Stastny's old, but he could still do it. But I think it's Alex new hook time, honestly. Oh, yeah. It's going to be, it's gonna be uh, interesting to see how his role changes in that lineup if they bring in Stastny or even if they don't. You know, he's looking at possible two C minutes are either way. And the Hawks plan on keeping Connor Murphy and Jake McCabe. The plan is to keep them through the rebuild, at least temper, at least for the next couple of years till their contract. That makes goes. sense. No plan in moving them. They want makes vets. sense. They're probably going to lose Kane. They're probably going to lose Taves. They want some vets in the room. Tyler Johnson yeah. will probably stay, and he's got a hefty salary, and so do these guys. So they need some money in the room. They need some vets in the room. So, you know, I I think that that's gonna. That's going to be real good for those young defensemen like uh, Kevin Korchinski coming up in there. Um, we'll take a Couldn't break in a couple more. minutes. Yeah. Right before we do, let's talk about Michikov. Then, oh, you know what? No, we're going to wait on that. Well, then we come back. Let's get let's get through some of these rumors real quick. Yeah, two more. We've got Jimmy Vesey back to the rags. Back to the no, rags. that got debunked. It got debunked. That's not even it's not even talkable about. Yeah, it got debunked. Yeah. Got debunked. DB's on this one. Got debunked. I was late. Sorry, everyone. And PK and Kessel have been linked to Edmonton. Not saying yep. they're going there. There's interest. So is there interest in them to play there? Who knows? If I'm Phil Kessel, there's interest in me to go there. I am, I am chomping at the bit to get up to Edmonton. If I'm PK, meh. Mm. I'm still thinking Phil Kessel's a Minnesota Wild. I, dude, I like that. I like that a lot. Minnesota. Dude, Phil Kessel has adapted his game recently. In Arizona last year, he had 44 apples on a shitty yeah. team. Yeah. Eight goals. Bill Kessel's a good player. He's a great player. He was a sniper even at his ago, age. But, I mean, even, but, at his, even at his age, he's, you know, he's learning how to still stay on the score sheet. That's and the important thing. I know the Wild needs something like that. Like, Phil Kessel could play your second power play. He could play yeah. your second or third line right now, and you're, you're – you're deafening up your scoring. Like, I really think for the Minnesota Wild, Phil Kessel is the player that they need. And yeah. you know what? I Maybe PK does need to go to Edmonton, but I think PK needs to go to an – I really feel like PK to Arizona, like we talked about, seems, you know – I think it sounds stupid when I say it, of course, but I think I PK to – Did you do it? I did it in franchise. I did. I've been doing a Coyotes franchise. It looks good. I'm entering. Uh, I just I just did the Bedard draft. I uh, just did that off season. I'm simming through the next season now, and then I, I'm going to determine if I go after Matthews or not. We'll see. But they need that right. They need that vet presence, that right shot D man. They're losing Strawman, who's a right shot D man vet presence. So why not bring PK? And PK is also going to put pucks in the net. I mean, yeah, he's more of a I'll put the puck in the net on the power play kind of guy, but. He can he can still throw the puck around and you know get some points on the board. Especially PK's a media guy; it brings attention to Arizona. They're playing in Tempe, and I know people really like to just chomp at the bit with that. And I know us being Coyotes, you know, living in Arizona, Coyotes fans per se. We I honestly think this is a kind of a cool experience. Like ASU is a great place, great atmosphere. So mix the college kids in with pure NHL team. And I think we can have, like, Arizona turn into, you know, the hockey town that the desert should be. Yeah, I completely agree. And, and I think PK – and I'm sorry. And I think PK should be that guy that comes into the yeah. – like, he comes into the spot. Like, he could come into the – oh, my God. He could come into the spotlight, oh, my – like, honestly, right away. And, yeah, he's got Clayton Keller and all them, but he's PK Subban. He's 
I mean, I don't think he's got, you know, the talent like all those other guys. He's got, got the, he's got the name. He's got the face. Exactly. And he's going to come in, bring the kids into the seats and just do his magic. Right. And the Coyotes right. can afford to bring someone like that in right now. And if he plays amazing, you bring him in on a shorter deal because a shorter deal with shorter term money. Like I think right now he could make, if the Coyotes wanted to take a chance on with him, you can give him like a one by four, one by 4.5. That's very, to me, that's a lot for him of where he's been lately. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh... But Arizona can pay him to come, you know, put fans in the seats. He, I think that there's probably been an offer, but he has come out and said he wants to go to a team that's competitive. So I don't know who that's going to be. Is it going to be, does he want to go home to Toronto for a cheap deal? Because Toronto's got a deal with bringing in Rasmus Sandin before he gets offer sheeted. And the Coyotes should offer sheet him. It's going to cost a second round pick. The Coyotes have a few. So. Yeah, I know. I know. That's we talked about the Coyotes draft picks, I, I think, know. last pod. Yep. It, there's, in a few years, I think they're going to be in a place where they can do something like that. I don't think they're ready to yet. Um, and then that's it. Yeah. Uh, John Tavares and Jason Zucker are back to hundred percent health coming into this season. There was a little bit of concern on, on Tav's injury that was lingering just throughout the last season. He said he's hundred percent. He said he's good to go. And so did Jason Zucker. So this could, this could be Jonathan Tavares's best season in Toronto. All right, we're back. Let's uh, let's talk about some of Madvey Michkov real quick. Originally, people were saying two months he that he was going to be out. He's just out two weeks from the fifth, so until the nineteenth, about a week, I'd say. Still, a little over a week. I uh, took a hit from Alexi Emelin in the Sochi Hockey Open. So, welcome to the big leagues, kid. He was throwing hits out. He was throwing some nice hits out that whole tournament. There were videos. I mean, every day I was seeing a video of a different hip check. Talk about vintage Alexi Emelin. All right, signings. We'll talk a little bit about them. Next month, we're going to go through a breakdown of each division. So we'll elaborate more then. Here's a few we'll talk about now. Kevin Korchinski, entry-level contract in Chicago. Um, Marty Natchez, Carolina, two years, $3 million per year. David Krejci, one year, one million in Boston. He's back with possible two additional million dollars in performance bonuses. Bergeron is back. One year, $2.5 million with an additional two point five in potential bonuses. Nick Roy, uh, five years, three mil in Vegas. Pavel Zacha, one year, 3.5 mil in Boston. Lawson Krauss, five years, 4.3 million per year in Arizona. Mason Appleton, this one was interesting. Three years, two, 2.17 per year in Winnipeg. Yakov Trenin, two years, 1.7 mil a year in Nashville. Miles Wood, one year, 3.2 mil in New Jersey. Mario Ferraro, 3.25 million, four years in San Jose. Kaylor Yamamoto, $3.1 million per year for two years in Edmonton. Jesper Bratt, $5.45 million, one year, New Jersey. Andrew Mangiapane, three years, $5.8 million per year in Calgary. Uh, Oliver Shillington, two years, $2.5 million per year in Calgary. And then Zach McEwen, one year, $9.25K in Philly. The interesting one to me, Pavel Zacha, UFA at the end, at expiry in Boston. So, yikes. Yeah, that's just, you, ought, you already know. Miles Wood, 
a lot of money for a guy who didn't play last season. Is he worth it? I hope so. I love. Him. I do too. I, I liked him. Unreal. I liked him too. It just, so hopefully, it stunk not back. to see him play last year, but it did. You know, we're, I'm excited, dude. I'm just ready for hockey to be back. Me too. Last the last couple days, like the time that we didn't do the pod, the time when you were in Seattle was perfect. Yeah, because really there's was. nothing really that happened besides these signings and arbitration and everything. And we could have just talked about it right now like we are. And, like, dude, I don't know. That break kind of felt like a reset, and I'm ready yep. to, you know. Nice push forward to the season, like our little break. And now from here on out, it's full steam ahead. Exactly. For now, it's going to be every Wednesday. The plan is up until the season, we're going to release it every Wednesday, um, once, a month, once a week, sorry, every week on Wednesdays. Yeah, so, honestly, we're going to try to be more active on an Instagram account. So if you do listen, please just follow the Instagram account. Shout us out. We Rinkside.pod on Instagram. Rinkside.pod. Yeah, and that's where, that's where we're trying. We're going to try to be more social media. I don't know, just better on it, I guess. Just post more uh, articles that we talk about on the pod and get more into depth with it. And you guys can really kind of just nerd out with us. And honestly, even if, if you have any, yeah, yeah, even, even stories on our story. I don't even know if it's, I don't even know about story, dude. I think we should just do the posting. I think okay. honestly. Yeah. Yeah. No, we we'll, gotta, talk, we'll talk more about we both, it off the pod. Yeah, yeah, obviously, but we just got to get better with that. And yeah, for sure. we just want to make sure our fans can do what uh, we can see or not do. Hear yeah, I gotcha. and see, yeah. 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 Hear I and gotcha. see what, I don't know. Yeah. Tough with I words. can't talk sometimes. Yeah, yeah. We're good. I wasn't really much of a talker. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll do a few more things. We're going to, we're going to keep it kind of short for the rest of this, but uh, the Calgary Wranglers going to take a while to get used to that. Their first signing was Brett Sutter, Daryl Sutter's kid. He spent the last five seasons as captain of the Ontario reign in the AHL. He'll be playing for his, the team, the AHL team of his, his father's NHL team. Um, Juho Lamico and Michael Raffle signed in Switzerland. A couple depth guys. Michael Raffle had a really good year in Dallas. He was really good defensively. Uh, so I was shocked to see him leave. But a couple guys headed back to Switzerland. And there was one this morning. Johan Larson is headed back overseas. He did get some NHL offers, but just didn't, uh, didn't want to go to those places. Didn't really want to seem like he had better offers back home. So I wish he kind of came back to Phoenix. He was kind of nice to There us. was a rumor he was going to go to Pittsburgh. A lot of people thought he was going to Pittsburgh on a one-year, one-mil, or one-year 800K. So – it was interesting. I, I thought he signed there on day one of free agency. I think a lot of people did. Um, mm. Speaking of Arizona, we got a couple couple guys to talk about. We're going to talk about some prospects. Again, we'll quickly talk about Hlinka, World Junior Championship, and then we got some sad news to end on. So, real quick, Zach Bolduc and Jake Neighbors, two names that we're going to keep an eye on on St. Louis. Those are guys who could crack opening night roster. I, I yeah, really think they could I, this year. I think I mean, we've been hearing Cam and Strick talk about – Jake Nevers too, and you know, quick shout out to them. But I think I think Zach th- Bold looks better than Jake Nevers, though. Really, I think Jake Nevers is like a third line guy in the National Hockey. League. I think I think time's gonna tell, dude. I think so too. We'll see. It's gonna be interesting. Um, Logan Cooley headed to University of Mini this season. The plan is to be one and done. Sign with the Coyotes late in the year this year after his college season is done. This is a team that's looking to. Uh, Replicate last season's success, but follow, you know, go all the way. They've got Brock Faber, Jackson McComb, and 
former Buffalo Sabres first-round pick, Ryan Johnson, on the blue line. Johnson has until the end of the year to sign with Buffalo. Next offseason, his rights expire, and he's free to go anywhere. Um, and then Matthew Nyes and Logan Cooley up front is their you know, two top guys up there, but they look good. So it's going to be a good year for Cooley. Playing with someone who grew up in Phoenix, too. That's nice. That's going to be good for him to learn a lot about his, you know, future NHL home for the, you know, foreseeable future. Yeah, I honestly couldn't pick a better person. Matthew Nyes is uh, kind of the face of Arizona hockey. Not Arizona. Well, right now, Arizona hockey. Austin, Austin, Austin okay. Obviously, Austin Matthews, but up-and-coming Arizona hockey, I should say. And then who's the kid that just committed to Michigan State? Oh, fuck. What's his name? Oh, my God. Uh, 05 Junior Coyote, I believe. Yeah. 04? Yep. Oh, f- I think it's 04 or 05. Yeah. One of the two. Yeah. One of the kids just committed to Michigan State. Um, so Damon Hunt missing the World Junior Championship due to injury. Uh, Minnesota Wild prospect Ethan Del Mastro, who's a prospect of Chicago, is stepping in as his replacement. It's gonna gonna be a not really affect Team Canada. I hate to say it, but they're very similar players in terms of skill. And Team Canada looks unreal going into this thing. So they had a great showing yesterday. Um, wait, no, just kidding. They didn't play yesterday. They played today. USA had a great showing yesterday. Team Canada plays today. Um, but yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be in for a. It's gonna be an interesting tournament. They play Latvia today. Uh, Sebastian Kosa is getting the nod in that, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see what the plan is after that. But there's some competition for that net up in Team Canada. Dylan Guerin's making a run for it. So, uh, Brent Lambert, great. Great game yesterday. I think that I think just that whole Finnish team is just absolutely insane. I know we talked about Kemmel and Rati already, so we'll give Brad Lambert his props. He what do you have? Three points yesterday? I believe it was three points yesterday. Yeah, Winnipeg got a stud. I think Winnipeg they uh, kind of they seen him fall. Everyone knew he was kind of going to fall. Yeah. But they seen him fall and they're like, Hey, maybe he he's here. Let's take the shot on him and I think, you know, the shot was right. They I control really his do. future, too. Oh, 100%. Has, there's no plans next season for him right now. He has zero plans for next season. He has he no contract the, anywhere. He will go to the league? Oh, no, okay. Okay. He has no contract back in, in Finland right now. Uh, he can either go back with the Pelicans in Finland, re-sign there, or play in the AHL. Or I, think he go, I think he comes on a two-way play, contract or for 750K. You're going to sign it. Dude, it's ELC is going to be 925. Oh, sorry. Yeah, 925. Yeah, my bad. With performance classes. Three years automatically. But um, unless unless he – no, there's no way. But either – or play in Seattle, the WHL. That's who owns his WHL rights. So that's the other option. You got Seattle, re-sign with the Pelicans, or most likely AHL. Possibly. Oh, he is. He's 18, right? I believe he's 18, yeah. Um, Yeah. Let's see. Any other World Junior things? I think we're good on the World Juniors. So, you know, that's just getting started. We'll talk about it a lot more next week because we'll be a week into it now at that point. So I think that's going to dominate our discussion next week for sure. But we'll talk about Linker real quick. Denver Barkley got named the most outstanding player of the gold medal game for Team Canada. Caleb Ritchie led the tourney in scoring. And Scott Ratzloff, goaltender for Team Canada, had the best performance for a Canadian goaltender in the Holinka Cup. Broke some records there. Um, but I want to talk about Aaron Kiviharu. Saw a lot of video of him. And let me tell you, this kid is might be might be one of the best defensemen to play the game of hockey. 
if everything continues to go the way it looks for him. Like I said, if everything continues to go the way it looks. Okay, okay. I'm going to give you the props. I didn't watch any of the Holinka. I didn't first, watch any of the – He'll be the so first not, overall I don't pick. have anything to say. I, okay, I don't have anything to say on Holinka, honestly, because I've only you seen maybe two clips that – Yeah, they, the two clips you, that yeah. you sent, yeah. But Kimi Haru is going to be the first overall pick, not this draft, the following draft. So he's still only 16, absolutely embarrassed the opposition several times. And he's playing against top prospects for this draft. So very, very good showing for him. Um, on the Finnish blue line. But uh, we'll end on a sad note. So while we took a break, it, uh, we found out that Ben Stetler, the huge fan of the Oilers, has passed away from cancer. He was uh, around the team for their playoff run this year. I'm sure everybody who listens to this saw videos of him throughout the season and postseason. But we'll, uh, we'll end with a moment of silence for him, and then we'll see you guys next Wednesday. <laughs> 